You know that age between 28 and 31 where you're like, WTF is going on? Yeah, that's your Saturn return. My name is Court and I'm here to spill the tea on what all this means astrologically. And let's be honest, I need to figure out how to make it through my own Saturn return because, whoa, am I right? Expect real stories from real people who have already been through this life-changing transit. You'll hear little nuggets from me and my diary that I've kept over the past few months. Plus, I'll interview others who have passed this phase already and are on to the next series of their life. So grab your iced coffee and get your diary. Prep yourself because Saturn is always listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Saturn Return Diaries podcast. My name is Courtney. I'm quickly popping in to do the intro for this episode today, which I'm stoked about. Um, Obviously, you guys know if you're listening to this in audio format, you can also watch it on YouTube and you can see it versus hear it, depending on what your way of learning and listening is. Um, There's that availability too. But this episode is fun, and I'm excited for you guys to meet Jeanette. Jeanette is like my best friend. We have known each other for 15 years, as she says in this. I totally forgot. I Well, I actually didn't know um, how long it was, but she definitely made it apparent that it was 15 years, which is wild. Um, so she's clearly also going through her Saturn return, which is in Aquarius, And I wanted to have her on the podcast just to talk a little bit about her story and where she's at right now in regards to her own Saturn transit. So this episode is meant to be fun. Trigger warning, there is some talk in here of the CB19, some health stuff. So if that is something that you're maybe not wanting to hear at the moment then you've been warned. Um, But Jeanette shares her experience with some of that in health and body and mind and soul and relationship stuff. And Jeanette is hilarious. So um, we joke at the end of this episode of like, maybe she can come back on and we can do like a relationship compatibility uh, episode, little segment and kind of see how that goes. So let me know if you'd be into that. But Without further ado, let's get into this episode. Jeanette is amazing. You guys are going to love this, and I will see you on the other side. Enjoy. Woohoo! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Saturn Return Diaries podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, hello. You can see us. Um, if you're listening right now, I'm super excited. (laughs) This is going to be so fun. Um, and just all kind of like go into more of why I wanted to have this, um, episode done after, but if you've already seen the title and you've already like seen me tag stuff on Instagram, then you'll probably already know what I'm talking about here, but welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the podcast. And we're excited to have you here. So I'm super excited to do this episode, first of all, because um, Jeanette is like my best friend and we've been friends for a really long time. I don't even know how many years now, but a long time. 15. How many? 15. Oh, 15. Okay. <laughs> time doesn't exist in my world. Um, I know. So, so 15 years, 15 years, which is so wild, um, but um Jeanette and I are both going through our Saturn return and I just think that it would be really beneficial to have somebody else come on the podcast who has their experience of what they're currently going through and like their questions and all the stuff so this conversation is gonna be super flowy we're gonna see what's been happening in Jeanette's life with her Saturn return um and then we'll see where it goes from there but yeah so Jeanette do you want to like tell us a little bit about who you are as a person it doesn't have to be your work but it can just be like who you are oh who I who am I <laughs> prefer to say what am I mm. yeah so let's go in with all the uh the terminologies you'll appreciate thank you we'll start off with my uh human design I am a projector, mm-hmm. which I know you probably know what that is, but 
the type of person that needs to be invited to things. Mm-hmm. Um, not really one to, you know, put it all out there, so to speak. So, so do, you that, feel, do you feel comfortable right now? <laughs> I mean, I'm a little bit of a, I feel like I'm going to have a major vulnerability hangover after this because I'm very private. So, mm-hmm. but we're here and it's going to be fine. So don't worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, my numerology number is a one. Oh, I so didn't even know go. that. That's yeah. I'm a one. So natural born leader. Uh, what else can I go with? Uh, I can get, tell you my attachment style. I can tell you my love languages. What do you want to know? Okay. Like I can yeah. get into all that stuff. We don't have to do that because the astrology podcast, so we won't go there. But I think um, it's important though, because of knowing yeah. you and like knowing where all the stuff that you've kind of already been working through during your Saturn mm-hmm. return, I think that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, hit us with your um, attachment style, hit us with your um, love language, and then do your sun, moon, rising. Okay. This is weird because you know everything about me, but we're going to act like you don't know. <laughs> Okay, uh, attachment style, anxious, a little bit of anxious avoidant, mostly anxious attachment style. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch anyone listening, watch Bachelorette, prime example of an anxious attachment style would have been Greg last night, freaking out, fleeing, you know, these weren't men, I'm gone, see it ever. Yeah. Uh, so that's relatable for sure. Uh, love language number one and two are kind of like 50 50 uh quality time and physical touch which mm. is my my top one bottom of the barrel lowest is a uh, words of affirmation means nothing to me you tell me something i don't give a shit like that doesn't mean anything i need to see it feel it hear it i if i hear it i don't care so yeah. that's yeah this is where we're very different. Yeah, we're very different. <laughs> yeah, I know for like females typically that's like their number one, but I'm like, no, not at all. Mm. Definitely not. Um, so yeah, definitely some self-awareness going on these days for sure. Yeah. But, and, <laughs> but that leads actually into your um, astrology really well. Mm-hmm. So my big three, as they like to say on TikTok, uh sun sign is scorpio Mm -hmm. uh moon sign is aquarius and rising sign is leo Mm. yeah so i know we are opposite Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you are aquarius moon scorpio oh no yeah no aquarius sun scorpio moon so we are Mm -hmm. we are the opposite yeah Yeah. 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 It's very different. It's so interesting. Cause obviously like I've been, you know, diving into this for a while now and Jeanette's kind of been that person who I'm like, okay, you know, like practice here. Like, what does this mean? Like pulling up charts. Um, and it is so interesting that we're like literally opposites, like sun and moon are opposite. Um, and with your rising sign in Leo, I was looking at your chart before, but because it's Leo season, this is so fitting for the fact that we're doing this because Leo's about being seen and coming out of hiding. And you're like, now I'm going to be on a podcast. Oh, fuck. Here we go. And on YouTube. I'm really pushing you out of your nest, of your company. Yeah, you are. The trolls, uh, they better stay away. Yeah. Yeah. Jeanette's already said that she's private. So, you know, you you can slide into her DMs, but she has to accept it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you can slide in if you want to, but yeah, well, um, like that's it. I don't know. We'll see. Whereas, like with me, it's uh quite a different. Like, come on in. There's a lot of DMs there. That uh, anyway. Um, all right. So let's kind of like go into this a little bit more, and I want to know. Well, first of all, I'll explain. Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit about the astrology, and then we're going to get your take on what's been going on. So obviously Jeanette, um, Jeanette's born in September or sorry, October and I'm, um, born in November. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) 
my birthday. What day or time is it? I don't know. Born in November, November 15th. I do know. Uh, I know, I know. And I'm born in February. So we're both born in 1991. And this, whenever you have people who are born within the same year, there is a lot of similar transits and planets and similar signs um, that are more generationally speaking. So I'll do another podcast or YouTube video about that on my own channel. But it's really interesting when that happens because it kind of brings together these clusters of people who are here to create or do similar things or support one another through the process. Um, and so Jeanette and I are both going through our Saturn returns, which means we both have Saturn in Aquarius. Now, this is where everyone is different because someone will have their Aquarius or their Saturn in the sixth house. Someone will have their Saturn in the eighth house. Um, and that kind of gives the flavor of what the Saturn return might be about or lessons that will come through. And the other thing to remember is that those lessons are always going to be there. Like Saturn is our biggest teacher. So wherever we have Saturn in our birth chart, it's like, you're going to be learning hard quote unquote lessons or challenging lessons through your life in that area of your chart throughout your entire lifespan but during your Saturn return it's like we really need you to pay attention to this so that you can start to like clear this karma and reap rewards and move forward into the next section of your life so um do you know what your Saturn is in I, I just said it I, I know it's like I know it's an Aquarius but I don't know what house it's in okay so Jeanette's ha- yes I'm looking right now so Jeanette has her Saturn in Aquarius it's at one degrees and it's in the sixth house So what does that mean? So it's very, very close um, because it's at one degree. So it's like basically the start of your sixth house. Sixth house has a lot to do with the service that we're here to provide in the world. Also health, mind, body, soul, um, and kind of this like energy of what we do on a day-to-day basis, whether that be the work that we do, like money we make, but also how we take care of ourselves and our routines. So This is really interesting because this Saturn has already moved past your Saturn. So it's already been exact, but you still have another two years of working through this energy. Um, So I guess knowing that, let's go back a bit and I'll pop in with some astrology things here and there as we talk. But I want to go back to like when you were 27. So right now you're how old? 29. I'll be 30 in November. Yeah. So let's go back to when you were 27. I talk about this a lot, that being like the progressed moon phase, which is kind of the lead up to the um, setup for your Saturn return. And what happens is your progressed moon meets the same moon sign that you have. So your progressed moon would be in Aquarius at the same time. So around the age of 27 to 28, this is a transit that's happening. So what was happening in your life uh, that you could think of around that age? Yeah, so if we go kind of like, I would say, right, right before my 28th birthday, so like that fall-ish, um, that was probably like when I started doing therapy. That's when I like October-ish, I think, I started, started getting into therapy. Um, it also was in in a relationship that was not great and (laughs) I knew that it wasn't great and I wasn't happy and I had gained like 25 pounds in a year in that relationship so like physical health wasn't great mental health obviously wasn't great and then relationship situation was not great um I remember I had went and saw a medium, psychic, and she was kind of like, what are you doing? Like, you know what to do. Like, come on. Just like, give me the tough love that like, you know, just basically bitch slapping me around. And I was like, I know, but you know, I wasn't ready for it. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so then I started therapy that fall as well. And that was kind of my first experience. Well, no, that's why. That was my second experience. I had been to um, a therapy counselor situation once in high school, one time. Absolutely hated it. It was like the same for me. Like, no, 
<clears throat> and then my 20th birthday, which was in November, I actually went and visited you. Mm -hmm. And I remember that was one of the first times I admitted like openly how unhappy I was in my relationship and how I wanted out and like it it just wasn't it. And I remember getting back from that trip and just just knowing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nah, this isn't gonna work. And that's also when I started my uh decision to to start, you know, improving that physical health, losing that weight. And I started doing keto as well. And I was like yeah. intense on the keto from from that day forward and ended up losing the all the weight I had gained. But yeah, that was the start of that. Yeah, that's like such a combination of all like the six house stuff. So it's sort of like um kind of sounds like at least putting all the pieces together that you know, you were already feeling that lead up towards Saturn. And that's something that's so impactful is it's like Saturn, like it, it prepares you because it's going to get to a peak point, which is our exact point of where Saturn hits. And that would be when it's at one degree for you. And that was in um, December of 2020. So you can see how all of that started to kind of lead up to almost like cleanse out quite literally mm -hmm. everything that was going on but this was happening in your fifth house. So Saturn during that time was actually transiting through your fifth house, which has to do with like love, self-love, <laughs> expression, um, like joy, passions, like these like romance. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's so like reflective to that. Um, yeah, it's so wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, re I remember mm -hmm. when you came here and you're like, that was like the talk like it was like we, yeah. we were talking about that the whole time yeah I was just like I can't do this and mm. there had been like discussion of moving there and it was just like absolutely not I can't like no there's no way and yeah so then <clears throat> that eventually led into 2020 I guess January 2020 mm -hmm. you remember that month well that was when the the volcano exploded for me and it was just like bam 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 like Jesus Christ like get me out of this like this is this is when you're 28 yeah so it's November it's my 20th birthday and then January 2020 is when shit hit the fan so to speak yeah so <clears throat> people pin this note note <clears throat> this that 28 is like from my research that I've been doing at least is like the point of like like you just said, like volcanic, like what is happening? Like I, you know, everything's changing. So this is where it gets really juicy. So Jeanette. Yeah. Um, so yeah, January hit and uh, I think it was like, what, for a second, like in January, a relationship ended and that was the whole just I don't even know if I want to get into details on that, but uh, yeah, that was a crazy time. Um, basically, I I moved out and I was done and there was no moving back and I needed to find a new place to live. Um, I had something come up with work, so I actually had to go back home to Ontario for, for a while there. And then when I came back, it was like, find a home, regroup get it together like start over <clears throat> so did all of that um then kind of went through like a bit of a rebound situation with someone that uh was all equally as disastrous that matched my you know current life events so that you, was during this time are you still in <clears throat> therapy yeah so i had started it um in october and I would go once a month and then um yeah basically when I was in therapy a lot of the themes that were coming up was like what are you doing like you're unhappy in this relationship you don't want to be in this relationship why are you not leaving like and I was in a place where I just felt like was so codependent and my like codependencies were just like it was easier for me to just stay in something and not say anything 
than for me to like vocalize how I actually felt. And I, and I could tell everyone else in the world on how unhappy I was and how much I was not in love with the person I was in love with, except tell that person that I just couldn't do it. Like, I was just so codependent. It was like the last thing I wanted to do was like upset someone. Mm. So I just put my needs on a little shelf and just cater to someone else's. So it's like, mm. that was just a recurring theme that kept coming up. And then for me, it was, I was waiting for someone else to leave the relationship because it would have been easier for me, for them to leave, to walk away than for me to walk away from that. Which Was that a um, recurring pattern in your life as well? hundred <laughs> percent. Like, uh, you know, like how many times I've been with someone that I didn't want to be with, but I just couldn't like, mm-hmm. I couldn't be the one to end it. I would wait for them to end it or I'd wait for them to fuck up enough. Then I had an excuse or reason to leave. And it's like, you don't need the excuse. You don't need the reason. If you feel unhappy, that's enough. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. That's really big. I feel like so many people can probably relate to that. Um, And like, it's interesting because you're talking about these like internal lessons that obviously you were working through during that time, which is such a, it changes. Like as you were doing the internal work, your external world started to change. So yeah. Um, But then did you get any tests? Like was anything else happening to kind of constantly tested like I learned like you know if you if you don't like do the work make the changes the patterns are going to continue to repeat themselves and you're going to be continued to be presented with people in your life that are repeating those patterns and that's exactly what I did I ended a relationship met someone else and it was like the exact same pattern you know slightly different but just as just as toxic just as like bad as the last one was if not worse so it was just like you know following into that again (laughs) yeah what were the like (laughs) traits or like reoccurring things like did you know right away or like yeah yeah that's the thing I always knew right away I've always known right away like if a red flag is slapping me in the face, I'm like, yeah, green light, let's go. That's it. You know? Like, sure. Bring, sure. Bring, yeah, bring them on. Bring on the red flags. Like, I literally was like, I don't even want to say it was subconscious because I was very conscious of it, but it was like, I wanted that. I wanted that because I knew this is never going to work out, but I'm comfortable with that. Rather go into something that I know is going to end than go into something that I, uh, the unknown of how it would go. So, yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. You're such a Scorpio that like (laughs) clearly has like such a good navigating system, (laughs) but was not, not using it because you're like, Mm -hmm. I, it's just easier to almost like feed my wounds, I guess, versus like do the uncomfortable thing and change it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what happened? Can you like tell us anything about that time and what happened from there? Um, so then I can't, so it dealt with like a lot of basically just not wanting to, not really willing to, to work on things. Like it was very avoidant of what was going on the people I was attracting into my life, the people I was allowing in my life. And it just wasn't really in a place where I was like, I'm going to, you know, really figure out what's going on here. Why, why do I keep having patterns in relationships? I just was like, nah, whatever, avoid, avoid, avoid. And then in March, the Panini hit and I was trapped in my 600 square foot apartment alone, Mm. you know, nowhere to go. been working from home for a year and a half now like no escape with travel social life nothing and it was like so you're trapped here and now you better work through it and it's you can't avoid it anymore and that's what I did and you know I, I did try and spend like 
the first little while of just like, you know, I'm just going to like sew and I'm going to like, you know, do things to occupy my time and just keep avoiding it. And it's just like got to the point where I couldn't anymore. So, um, you know, I really started diving into what I was learning, going to therapy. Like I was doing a lot of um, reading, pot, like a million podcasts I probably listened to meditations journaling like everything and was just like all right yeah this is the time I'm forced to confront all these issues and traumas I've just kept under the rug for so long Mm. and I did (laughs) yeah it's so like that goddamn pandemic (laughs) yeah literally just like Mm -hmm. so interesting someone said this once like well if you can't go out go in and I was like Mm -hmm. that is like such a good statement for the world and I think on some level like all of us have just been so busy that you know we don't we just avoid we keep going through Mm -hmm. and then like to literally excuse me to have a Saturn return and a pandemic like people this is not a coincidence yeah a little two-for-one action (laughs) so anyone who has their Saturn and Aquarius instantly I'm already like you're doing amazing because you have your Mm -hmm. Saturn return during a pandemic um anyway Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's so. Would you say like the main theme of like what you've been learning had a lot to do with what like relationships, self love? Like, what's the what do you? Yeah, on? biggest theme would be relationships and um, codependency. Like, I had no idea what that word even meant. Like, I didn't even. I remember we were talking and I was like, "Yeah, pretty codependent." They're like, "You're not codependent. You're the most independent person I know." And I'm like, "That's not what it means, bitch." Like. And you tell we us got into like <laughs> such a heated argument about it. And I was like trying to explain it to you. You're like, no, no, don't call me codependent. And I'm like, we both are. And we finally like you're codependent. I think it was this was like a month ago. I was like, so I think I'm codependent. <laughs> I was like, oh well, well, look who learned the meaning of the word. Okay. Yeah. What does it mean? What do you explain it in your terms? What have you learned about codependency? Um, so I would explain it, and like I said, a lot of people think it falls on the scale of being independent. Independency and codependency are no. It, it actually falls on the scale of um, narcissism. Mm. So a very narcissistic person. That's a little bit easier for people to understand. That word is, you know, a narcissist is all about them it's it's my world you're living in it you know whereas a codependent person it's you're putting other people's needs and other people's um wants ahead of your own Mm -hmm. so a codependent person in a relationship with a narcissist it's like you know the codependent is filling the cup of the narcissist like all the time and like this cup's empty and this one's not getting anything put into it right so Mm -hmm. um it's, I'd say it goes along with people pleasing, um, being scared to really say how you feel. Yeah. It's, you, you, you don't want to hurt anyone. Like you're protecting someone because you're like, well, if I tell them how I feel, that's going to hurt them. And I don't want to, I don't want to do that. They, like, I don't want to do that. So mm-hmm. learning about that and then recognizing it in your own life is, it's hard to do because at first you're like oh I am that way like oh okay well how can I work on it how can I change it and it's like not something that happens overnight like yeah the first step is recognizing it when when you feel it in your day-to-day life and being like okay I gotta check myself here where can I change my way of thinking right like I would say you're like a recovering codependent person (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it still flares up like, I still get a codependency flare-up. Like, yeah, it, it happens. Yeah. Like, codependency <laughs> flare-up. I'm so yeah. glad. Um, yeah. So, like, what would you say then? How is that, um, if you still get these flare-ups, like, obviously the way that the universe works, right? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna, we're going to hand you these lessons and you're going to work through them. So that's mm-hmm. why they get we get flare-ups because mm-hmm. we're 
we're being tested to see how much not tested, but we're, we're almost like tracking how much we've, you know, our progress and how much we've healed or what we still need to work on. And that's life. That's earth school. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, where does this still show up for you in your life? Um, definitely in relationship to this day, it still shows up. Like, even though I'm aware of it now and I work on it, it still presents itself in a lot of ways. Um, like when it comes to relationships with family, like, you know, don't upset one of my parents or like, oh, I don't want to like step on people's toes or even like with dating now, it's like, oh, we don't want to do anything to upset that person. And then it's like, oh, wait, like, I need this from you. And I, how are you going to know unless I express it to you? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like knowing that it's okay and also feeling safe to do it with certain mm-hmm. people. That's the big thing. Oh my God. The feeling safe. That's like such yeah. a good, yeah. That's like yeah. mind blown. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like all that is so good and probably so many people can relate to that. So I'm really grateful mm-hmm. that you shared that. Um, we're okay. So this is like mm-hmm. pandemic. That's where we were. You're mm-hmm. learning all this stuff. Yeah. Um, didn't something was how was your like health at this time <laughs> so like okay we'll get into the more okay that's like march march april may you know i'm locked inside working on my shit you know yeah ready for june to roll around so i can be like you know mm-hmm. out and about so yeah. june comes around i live in alberta so we, we kind of opened up and i was um I went and I started doing yoga again and I actually started doing spin, which I'd never done before. And I loved it. Like it was just like the only type of fitness I found that I actually enjoy and I want to go to every day because it's just like a party on a bike. Like you just lights going, great music, having a good time. Oh, I'm working out. Didn't even know. Like it's just like I loved it. It was You're here for the vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And then pair that with the yoga, yoga, which I usually like to do anyways. It was like, I got busted for it. So that was awesome. Like summer was, was good. I was feeling good out and about living life again. August rolls around. Uh, I break my foot. So <laughs> no more spin, no more yoga. I'm locked back inside my fucking 600 square foot apartment again, trapped again. Mm. and I'm just like are you kidding me like I was in such a good place I was feeling so good and it was just like bam no get back in that get back in that apartment yeah um do you think that was like symbolic to like needing to learn more or what yeah I think that I there's so more things I needed to work on because I like yeah, I just wasn't, I was, I was dating and like getting out there and meeting people and it just, don't think like I fully was really ready to be out ah. doing what I was like, you know, I needed to kind of like get back in, you know, you're not ready to be yeah quite dating relationship. like it just wasn't it. So yeah. that kind of like, like, you were still like cracking <laughs> from the nest. Like you were like still learning. Yeah. Why. It's like ba- oh. baby bird, <laughs> little baby bird. And then it was like, bam, crow comes in, bites my head off. Like, Oh no. Like get back in there. So then, yeah. Like whatever, you know, open up again, back in lockdown over the, the winter. We open again, back in lockdown again. Yeah. Yeah. You know how it is uh and then I say like the start of this year um I kind of felt like I was ready to be more like open and vulnerable and in a better place to be with someone and like kind of like actually express what I want actually knew what I wanted because I had not known like I I don't know what I want I don't know what I'm doing like uh, and then I was like started this year it's like no I know what I want this is what uh, these are the qualities I want with a person these are like things that are just I was confident with that I wasn't confident before and and 
so I kind of known and I had been seeing someone and it was like I had that reassurance and confidence in, in it so it was like feeling good with that and actually expressed how I felt and what I needed and just felt like I had nothing to lose and I was like if it's not reciprocated it's fine but that was the first time I felt like the confidence and comfortability to actually admit that mm. to someone and it was reciprocated and that was great and then you know things were going good and April rolls around and uh tested positive for the old COVID so she got the vid she got the vid got the, vid, got the UK variant so keeping it keeping it close to home the ancestors you know was, we can uh, we can laugh now but like yeah if, if anyone out there is obviously affected we mm-hmm. you know send yeah. our, our compassion and empathy but um continue yeah like also like yeah I guess I I do make light of it for like now yeah but like there's been a couple deaths so like R.I.P. you know yeah and you also like with that like you had to like, go back you went back into your house again obviously in lockdown yeah yeah back in lockdown again and like I was very sick with like I was sick and I did have you know I lost my taste and smell for 10 days I was you know no one like everyone talks about it but no one really like talks about the mental strain and how hard it is mentally Mm -hmm. And you literally feel like uh, like a stain on the world. Like, oh no, like I got the fucking scarlet letter on me. I had the vid, I'm positive. Like I literally told like you, maybe a couple other people and my parents. And I was like, you do not tell a fucking soul about this. Like I hear that this has gone back to anyone in the family we're spreading around our hometown I am gonna cut your throat like I was like I'm not dealing with it like the Scorpio will come out yeah, and you I was will like, feel my wrath watch the fuck out like and you know I just didn't want to deal with people well Jeanette's always out and about and like well no wonder she got it and I was like yeah okay I do go well I'm a social person I live in a province where our our rules are pretty lenient so like wasn't doing anything crazy I met a friend outside, got the vid, that was it, like, okay, so mm-hmm. it was just, yeah, it was tough, because then I had also put someone else in jeopardy of having it, and I, they luckily tested negative, so it didn't give it to anyone, but it was, it was dealing with the stress of that, dealing with the stress of my family being scared, and dealing with my mom being a bit hysterical, and we love you Anne, was, if you're listening <laughs> love you mom but I couldn't deal with her being upset and it was like yeah then my codependencies again just like triggered and I was just like I can't, I can't handle this like I'm, I've upset too many people I've worried too many people pissed someone off I'm pissed off like it was just it was a lot and then it was just like dealing with all that plus being sick not being able to get out of bed for five days it was like yeah it was yeah it was tough on like a spiritual lens as you're Mm -hmm. like saying all this to me it's so interesting because obviously the way I view a lot of things is from like a very spiritual perspective and a virus inside a computer system clears it out yeah see the sirens look at that it, yeah. it clears it out. It needs to get out whatever it is. And the fact that you lost your taste and smell, like for people who are listening to this, I'm sure maybe you are kind of on a similar vibe as like me and the, I don't know, maybe you're open. I hope you're open-minded to this stuff, but the throat and throat chakra and nose, like all of this has to do with like speaking your truth and communicating. Mm-hmm. And so you, you know, had to keep dealing with all of these things that were essentially asking you to like speak up and like talk Mm -hmm. and clear out what needed to come out. And, um, 
I don't know, like, uh, like you said, like you're, you still have the flare ups. And of course, when like things like that happen, that they're going to, that's for your whole life, but Mm -hmm. yeah, just something to think about there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. The losing the uh, smell was a little dangerous because my patio barbecue was on for five days and could have burnt the building down and would have uh, would have had no clue. So yeah, that's really still warning people out there. Yeah, you got the vid. Check the propane is off. Okay. Yeah. I also had a friend. She's like. I didn't even, she, she said she didn't, she had it and she lost her smell as well. And she didn't get it back for a couple of weeks. And she's like, I didn't even know my garbage smelled bad. Yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. came over and was like, what is that smell? Like, is it me or the garbage? I don't know. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, <laughs> no, you know, it's great that we're looking at this. And I think this is like another reason why I love talking about this stuff because every lesson in life that we go through or, you know, whatever it is that the, the universe is mirroring back to us, whether that be through our body, whether that be through like our health, our relationships, whatever, it's all for some purpose. And I know that some people don't always agree with that statement, but I believe that to be true, that there's a reason for this to be happening. So I guess that kind of leads us into now. So that was recent mm-hmm. for all that happened. That was yeah. April. April, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now you're at this place of like Saturn has actually left the hasn't left the building, but it's off of your own Saturn. So now what's happening is it's still moving through the sixth house, which mm-hmm. is like asking you to take care of yourself, essentially. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, speak your truth, like say what you need, like all the things to take care of you. But now it's going retrograde. So it's actually like, as a time we're filming this, it's still in this house for you. It's going to be there for the next two years, but it's retrograde. So anytime there's a retrograde coming in, it's kind of saying like, what are the lessons that you've learned? And like, how do you now implement them into your life? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. where are you at now? Like, what is like, what are you, are you like, do you feel like you're in the clear? Like, how do you feel? Uh... I, I like I'll admit the last like couple months been pretty chill like it's been pretty like it's been pretty good mm-hmm. obviously I'm a skeptic so I'm always like waiting for it to like strike back like what's like no no come around the corner yeah but things have been like pretty pretty good like no you know no traumatic events occurring and I Not feel like I've been able to take all the things I've learned and kind of apply them in kind of the situationship I'm in now and you know that's progressing into a positive place so yeah like yeah it's like taking all that shit you went through learning and then like okay how can I apply this now into a positive place and in a place to be where I want to be so Mm, I love that Mm -hmm. that's so good yeah Yeah, so you're doing the retrograde work now which is yeah um Mm -hmm. what are you like what are your thoughts on the Saturn return like I feel like you never really knew much about it until yeah like when does it end like when (laughs) get me out of this (laughs) it's like yeah um much longer so Saturn in Aquarius will end in um, well, the exact date. I can't remember for sure. But anytime we have a Saturn return transit, it's like two and a half years. Um, but there'll be a moment where it'll dip out and go into Pisces. And so the people who have Saturn in Pisces are going to get like a preview of what theirs will be like. And then we'll get like, okay, like a little bit of a break. And then it will come back into it. So um it just went in at the end of 2020 so what is it 2023 2024 um ish yeah I need to double check the exact dates but yeah so I mean for the most part like people who come out of their Saturn return it's like you know by the time you're 31 30 ish you've done a big portion of it which is really Mm -hmm. really cool um yeah another year another year or so to go yeah another little bit of time um what about like what would you say to people who are like going through it right now 
Um, I mean, if you're going through, I guess, similar challenges when it comes to like relationships, um, you know, it, I, I know it's not like everyone's cup of tea, but if you have access to some type of like therapy counseling, I do think that there, like our generation has done a really good job at like getting rid of the stigma of that. And like we, it, everyone is so open about it now. Like I literally have so many friends with, that talk about therapy. It's like I have referred my therapist out to people. Like it's just kind of like kind of a very common thing. Mm-hmm. And if it's kind of like, if you don't do that, you're kind of judged for it. Like, oh, what do you mean? you haven't worked on your stuff like what like I don't need that trauma I got my own trauma to deal with I don't need your baggage like you know it's like work on your shit work on your shit (laughs) so I mean I guess like that'd be my advice is to work on your shit yeah work on your shit okay work on it you know we don't need you just carrying over your patterns after ever like every relationship because like Mm -hmm. it's got to end somewhere you know and I, you know, I just, I didn't want to be, you know, 50, 50 years old and like going through, you know, second, third divorce situation being like, like shit, like, why do I keep dating these men? Why do these relationships, like, you know, I was like, no, let's end it now in my twenties, leave it in my twenties. I can move forward, you know, with the tools and information I need. Um, so yeah. If you can't do that, that's fine. There's so many books, podcasts, meditations, things that you have access to that you can learn about. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that would be my advice. <laughs> um, I love it. That's so good. I feel like there's constantly like when you, st- that's a thing. Like when you start doing this work or whatever work that you're doing, like you can't like, undo it like that's the thing you can't unsee what you know so you just like yeah. you got to keep doing it and Saturn is relentless so it's like if that mm-hmm. is showing up in your life it's gonna it's gonna keep showing up like you yeah. know and so to say like I'm done like I'm done with this pattern I'm done I want to break this like where it stops here like that's huge mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah mm-hmm. yeah also like unlearning learned behaviors it's so hard like we talk about that all the time like unlearning things that are in your subconscious that like the way you think the way you do things like you don't even know you're doing it and to unlearn those things it's so hard it's like so hard so hard to do like like when you're a kid and you literally are like taking the world in by just everything around you and clearly our world is so much Mm -hmm. different it's so different now compared to what it was Mm -hmm. in 1991 (laughs) yeah you know um and it's like you're operating from a system literally and Saturn is a system slash structure (laughs) you're operating from a way that was shown to you during the first seven years of your life Mm -hmm. yeah like what like upgrade yeah yeah you gotta upgrade you gotta like leave that shit in the past yeah. grow you don't grow you don't evolve and you don't change Mm-mm. yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. you're like I love this so much because whenever like in the next year we'll be able to listen to this and like see what has happened and what's transpired I guess in your life but you're in mm-hmm. the middle of it now I totally wish though that like <laughs> people 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 so like Jeanette is like very um clearly the relationship stuff is like big but I mean I don't share that much about this because I I'm relationships what in my life like I don't know yeah um but it's so funny because like when Jeanette says she like put herself out there like (laughs) you put yourself out there like you went for yeah yeah like if anyone has like I guess dating questions advice like yeah you know I got the worst tinder stories you could (laughs) ever imagine like I honestly could write a book with my dating life 
experience. You know, I'm not going to expose anyone on here, but like, you know who you are. I have one specific image of a person who I never met, but I feel like through your story, I just grasped who they are. Um, And yeah, I think it's so funny. I feel like what I would love to do with um, this podcast is actually like have people come back on. So like Jeanette um, and if people have questions or whatever, like you're maybe you're going through relationship stuff and like Look, my relationship advice compared to Jeanette's relationship advice. Very different. Very, Very different. different. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we'll do that because I think it would just be so fun to like, you know, people mm-hmm. are going through stuff right now. Obviously, if you're 28, 27 even, I get messages from mm-hmm. people all the time and they're like, what is happening? I'm like, Yep. Welcome. Like, yo, all you people with Saturn and Pisces right now, gear up, gear yeah. up. It's time to gear up. Saddle up. <laughs> Saddle up. Like, you yeah. know, you're next. So it's yeah. like all of these Watch people out. are coming up and it's like, okay, if you have like anything that you want to ask, yeah, I'll have people back on and we can do like little questions, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to hear more of these Tinder stories. <laughs> man that's just like a whole other podcast that people want to know we'll do that's it. a whole other book of uh book of evil <laughs> yeah so like good. yeah there's there's some shit for sure yeah but um, nothing recent nothing recent so yeah no you've yeah. um so actually can you just like give us a little um before we end this off do you want to like just kind of tell us where you're at right now um with your relationship journey I guess yeah um I guess that I'm pretty private so I don't like to oh. say okay too much but I'll give just um I'll say that I'm in a really good place right now and I feel very happy with where I'm at and it wasn't it wasn't something that I knew from day one that it would be you know it's something I've worked through, worked on, and feel like I'm in a place that I need to be at right now, and I'm happy with it, so mm-hmm. we'll say that. Yeah, I, I don't know. That. I think that things will, I think things will, are unfolding, and there's some potential there for sure to be something, so. That's all I'm gonna say about that. The private, we love it. We love a mysterious Scorpio. We love that. We love it so Mm -hmm. much. Um, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. If you had to pick any sign to date, which which one would you date, and which one would you absolutely never date? Oh my god! Or again? Can I play like Fuck Mary Kill? Sure, go for it. Okay, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill astrology sign. Um I would fuck a Taurus. Oh yeah. It would be hot and heavy and then just super toxic real quick. Just real quick. Real quick. So that's that. Um Mary Cancer. Oh. No, I like that emotional. But why? Can you, yeah, what what's the reasoning? Um, I do like the emotional vulnerability. I do appreciate that because um as a Scorpio Sun, Aquarius Moon, there's some uh there's some emotional unavailability happening, some detachment issues. So I am an emotional sign, but like I need someone to kind of pull that out of me. So mm-hmm. that's why I like, yeah. and there's that a bit more stability going on. Safety. The safety. Piece. Safety. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I need that in a relationship. <laughs> and then if I could kill, well, I don't know where to start. Like, uh, well, we're just going to have to come in hot and heavy with the Gemini's. You know, I absolutely, it's just enough. Whenever I hear about Scorpio and Gemini being married, I'm like, in what fucking world does this work? How? How, how are you dealing with the, the twins? Like, 
I don't need to date two people. If I did want to date two people, I would. I don't need to date two person. Like, no. So that, yeah, that's a no. You would kill I them. I mean, yeah, I kill them. I mean, I really can't, I can't stand the Aries anger that like that's a no for me. So is that a red flag though? Or is it? Yeah, a- that's a red, that's a red flag. That's a red flag astrology edition. That's like deal bigger astrology. Yeah. Aries red flag. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Definitely. Deal breaker. Gemini's. Yeah. You're out. hundred percent. Yeah. I know you like them, but no, it's yeah. no for me. I like yeah. Gemini's because they're an air sign and they're like, <clears throat> but also because I have Gemini in my third house and my Mars is there, which is like mm-hmm. my energy. Need, yeah. need we say more? Okay. <laughs> you have a chaotic energy for you. <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's a dual personality. You know, my mom actually just said yesterday it was Cassandra, my sister. She's like, yeah, I think you have a couple personalities. Yeah. You know. Yeah. A couple foot around out there. See? It's the Gemini in my chart, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, I love that. It ain't for me. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> Hard pass. So if you're hard a Taurus or a Cancer, you're good. Okay, you're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. I would never tell you that though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I love this so much. I feel like this needs to be when I dive more into compatibility astrology. Jeanette will come back on this podcast. Yeah, like I'll chime in for that because I know the compatible signs and the uncompatible signs, and I have lived it. So like. <laughs> You've lived it, yeah. Well, do what? Yeah, you think- this. If people, um, yeah, just comment. If you're watching this on YouTube, comment below if you want to see that. We'll do like another segment. Um, yeah. if, you're, if you're on the podcast <laughs> listening to this, yeah, also let me know if this would be something interesting there that you'd like because we could dive into that more. I or love- if yeah. someone has like their sign, their whoever person dating, whatever sign, and then the situation, and then we can dissect it. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be the thing. That'd be an idea. Okay. If you're yeah. listening, well, you, I hope you're still listening to this. You, you need to <laughs> let me know if this is what you chimed guys. out. Yeah. You need to let me know. Um, That would be super fun. Cause obviously I would have to be like, well, first of all, if Buddy's not giving you his birth time, like we got a problem because we know there's more, or but whoever it is, Buddy, Budette. <laughs> Is that a word? <laughs> it is now. You know, some people don't know when they were born and some people's parents don't know when they were born. Yeah. Their mom was busy. Okay. I always. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. But anyway, regardless of the situation, <laughs> uh, if you guys want me to do that, I would love to do a segment on that. I think it'd be super fun. So let me know. Um, but we're going to wrap it up here. Um, and yeah, like I say on these podcast interviews with people, you know, you can go and, you know, reach them on their Instagram, but Jeanette's is private because she's been <laughs> a private Scorpio life. So yeah, uh, I don't have any like businesses to promote or anything like that. So. No, you're, you're, you're a human being living yeah. a life, um, offline, mm-hmm. Um, which is actually super rare these days, at least it is in my world. So I appreciate that. Yeah, but you can you can DM me, I guess, if anyone wants some my podcast recommendations or uh, books I've read, any of that kind of stuff. Or you, you want people there there the uh, yeah relationship questions, circumstances that you have found yourself in, situationships, situationships, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, cool. That sounds yeah. great. Um, yeah, well, I'll obviously link everything below. Um, and yeah, that is it for this episode of Saturn Return Diaries podcast. So do all the things. If you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. If you're on the audio format, if you listen on mm-hmm. Apple podcast, you can leave a rating and review. Um, I actually just found them the other day and I was like, oh my God, there's ratings and reviews here. Like, how does this work? So definitely do that. Cause it obviously helps me out and just kind of like helps with reach. Um, but yeah, just come over to Saturn return diary, Saturn return diaries on Instagram. 
um, and let me know if you've been listening and that would be amazing. So I will see you guys in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Okay, everyone, that was the episode. So fun. So as you heard me say at the end there, Jeanette is pretty private. So if you want to go and follow her on Instagram, you can. It's at Jeanette Brules. I'll link everything below. But uh, yeah, you're going to have to request to follow her. So there's that. Some people, you know, they live a private life versus some other ones of us. Anyway, I really hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know if you want us to come back and do a compatibility episode. That will be so much fun. Um, But yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And remember, you can also go on YouTube and watch it there. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review. Like, subscribe, do the thing, share with your friends, get it out there. And don't forget to live your dreams and do everything you can to change this world. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here, and I will see you in our next episode. Bye!